This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Putting a list of necessary documents, go to nowdecatur.com. The Lincoln Library and Museum is offering free admission this Saturday and Sunday to celebrate Lincoln's 214th birthday. On Saturday, the museum will be free all day. Actors portraying the president and Mrs. Lincoln will mingle with guests, and the museum will host a readathon. And there's more fun planned for Sunday. For more on that and other stories, podcasts, and videos, visit nowdecatur.com. He said his job is far from being done. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. As President Biden called the state of our union strong, he said this over and over. We're not finished yet by any stretch of imagination. Let's finish the job. We got to finish the job. Let's finish the job. And while Democrats, and while Democrats cheered over and over as he touted his economic progress, 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all. People. He got booze from Republicans. Look, they were upset that he claimed some of them want to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. Now, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, just responded on Fox. Social Security and Medicare are off the table. He tries to use that for a political ploy. And McCarthy says the president did not do enough addressing border issues last night, calling for comprehensive immigration reform and not mentioning the record surge of illegal crossings. Now, McCarthy was also critical that the president did not mention the Chinese spy balloon, but the president did reference it while saying he does not seek conflict with China. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. Now, the president also said we'll continue to support Ukraine in the fight against Russia for as long as it takes. President Volodymyr Zelensky is now in Britain visiting our ally, also providing military aid. We know freedom will win. They keep finding bodies in the earthquake devastation in Turkey and in Syria. The number of deaths now tops 11,000 as the crews keep looking for survivors in the rubble of thousands of collapsed buildings. And the U.S. is helping. We've deployed now more than 150 search and rescue personnel uh, to, uh, to Turkey. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. America's listening to Fox News. Now, I've told you about how Relief Factor helped me with my aches and pains. Let me tell you about Haven in Texas. Haven writes, I'm taking Relief Factor from my shoulder and lower back, and it works. No more pain. My husband started taking Relief Factor for his upper back and hip and didn't think it was working until he ran out and realized the pain was coming back. Relief Factor just works. We are so happy it's working for you and your husband like it does for thousands of others across America. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free solution developed by doctors to help your body attack the underlying inflammation causing pain. What activity would you like to be doing again? Your first step to becoming pain-free could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over a half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's 800-4-RELIEF. Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor. President Biden also called again for federal police reform last night after Tyree Nichols' death in Memphis following a police beating. There's no words to describe the heartache or grief of losing a child. But imagine 
Imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Nichols' mother and stepfather were in the audience watching and got an ovation. Five fired. Memphis cops are charged with murder. More could be held accountable in Nichols' death. According to the Memphis Police Department, a total of 13 officers could see some sort of discipline. That came out during a city council meeting where Police Chief Sarah Lynn Davis, in her first report to the council after six firings already, discussed what she said inadequate training led to. Officers were wolf cat mentality, ego, and other issues that mushroom into a very tragic situation. The council planned to discuss ordinances aimed at police reform. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. An accused mass murderer in Texas is expected to soon admit he did it, that he shot up a store in a 2019 massacre. The Dallas area man accused of killing 23 people inside an El Paso Walmart is due in a federal court today and is expected now to plead guilty to federal charges. 24-year-old Patrick Crucius is charged by U.S. prosecutors with gun and hate crimes and is facing a life sentence. Crucius is accused of targeting Mexicans to kill. He's also facing murder charges filed in a Texas state court where a conviction could send him to death row. Evan Brown, Fox News. Now, there's one less murderer on death row in Missouri. Raheem Taylor got a lethal injection last night for killing his live-in girlfriend and her three young children back in 2004. He had claimed he was innocent, but the St. Louis prosecuting attorney who refused to give Taylor a new hearing said the facts do not support that. On Wall Street, stock futures are down ahead of the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Race through savings and check out amazing deals now at Menards. Make sure you and your family are always breathing safe, clean air with DuPont Air Filters. They help reduce common airborne allergens by up to 75%, providing your home with healthy, comfortable air. We carry a variety of sizes in stock to fit your furnace. Pick up an allergen air filter for only $2.89 after mail-in rebate. Race into Menards for more great deals. See store for details. Bank, leading the way to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at Busey are designed with your goals in mind. Busey Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we have a 50% chance of rain mainly after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy, high near 46. For tonight, rain with thunderstorms and gusty winds possible after midnight, low around 41. For Thursday, rain and thunderstorms and more wind in the morning, cloudy with temperatures down around 37 by noon. And for Friday, 30% chance of rain in the morning again, cloudy to start, then sunny as the day goes on, high near 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 30 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Geez, can you give me any good news on the weather front? That sounded like a terrible forecast. All right, different shade of gray today. When we start this hour, we've got uh, two guests from Millican University, and we'll tell you about all kinds of great events and programs they have coming up. And we'll have some tickets to give away. Next. 
Buyers and Company, WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Good morning and welcome. Final hour of today's show, a lot to get to. Tomorrow morning, we'll uh, visit with the City Hall Insider, Paul Osborne. Uh, we'll have our uh, uh, friends from Richland stopping by, Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports, and we'll get an update from the United Way with uh, Debbie Bogle uh, heading into tomorrow. Right now, uh, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, we have uh, folks from all over the campus of Millican University stopping by to uh, talk about the various areas that they're involved in. just grows and grows and grows, and so many things, uh, uh, particularly when it comes uh, to student activities and, more importantly, community activities. Uh, and I, I wish more people, if you haven't seen the the new school for theater and dance i i mean i can't imagine there's a nicer facility in the united states of america right it's a plus we know we've had great program for years but they were operating out of closets and classrooms and now there's this incredible thing the nursing program uh at millican university and man is this an important funnel because if you talk to anybody in the medical industry there is a dramatic shortage of nurses and and the recruitment level things that are going on and sign-on bonuses and and things that are happening out there you know this is a field uh that's you you know people worry about technology and what does that mean for jobs and, you know, our robot's going to take, you know, this is an area that's going to be in demand for a long time. And so, fortunately, we get to cover a couple of different things today. We welcome a, a Millican student into the uh, studios, uh, Naomi Hall, who is a senior nursing major, uh, and Nikki Gary, who is director of Campus Life. Uh, and uh, what, what does BIPOC stand for? Yeah, good morning. BIPOC. So that's Black Indigenous People of Color. Okay. I wanted to make sure I, I knew that I would fumble that. <laughs> uh, support. One of the things that, that Nick and I have noted over the years, and, and we've been partners with Milliken on a lot of things, is the campus looks very different today than it did maybe even 10 years ago, right? Absolutely. I mean, and, and that's intentional. Absolutely. So I'm a Milliken alum as well, and the campus is definitely more diverse than yeah. it used to be, which is a good thing. So we're moving in the right direction, and being a PWI, primarily white institution, we want to make sure that we have support for our students of color. Okay, so what does that mean then as far as your job entails uh, of making those kids feel welcome and that there's programming and that there's community for them? Absolutely. Everyone on Milliken's campus, regardless of color, wants a sense of love and belonging. So making sure that they feel like Milliken is indeed their home. Okay. How did you end up at Milliken? Oh, my gosh. I was actually just filling in. So I've been adjuncting since 2017. Okay, so you've been on there for a little while. Yeah. yeah. And I was just filling in, and I fell in love with the job. I love helping students. And my intentions is to be to them who I didn't have when I was at Milliken. All right. What year did you graduate? 2003. Nick? Just a few years. Oh, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> you and Nick were there. Uh, so I'm assuming you go back to your own personal memory bank. Mm. It's light years ahead of what it was in 2003. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we've and, come a long way. Still have some way to go, but we're making good progress. Well, I always enjoy visiting campus because I always feel like people have this concept of college campuses today that everybody's just arguing and people are just trying to. I, and, and <laughs> I, I, I just, I, name is that your experience or is it what I see when I visit that there's a lot of life and a lot of activity, a lot of creativity, and people enjoy their time there. Oh, for sure. College has been the highlight of my life so far, and it's 
Always positive vibes. Yeah, and I feel like uh, the university, I mean, I, I just, you go into the library and you feel like it feels like it's there for everyone. You look at the theater or the programming and it feels like it's for everyone, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Uh, so you're a MacArthur kid. Yes, I, I have yes. to say that. Nick and I have a running bet, so uh, we're, we're tallying the success stories of Eisenhower versus MacArthur. Uh, did you, when did you know you wanted to go into nursing? I knew I wanted to go into nursing. I want to say my senior year in high school. Okay. I knew medical, the medical field was what I wanted, but senior year is when I did the internships, the job shadows, and I realized like nursing is the career that I am most interested in. Okay, so you went the path of going to Richland first, right? Yes. Uh, and and because that's a great career path, right, to go from Richland to Millican, oh, sure. particularly in this field. Now, Nick, uh, I'm not going to ask anything personal, but you know she hasn't even graduated and she's already employed. I mean, this is the the demand thing I'm talking about. <laughs> not everybody, particularly people who are majoring in art, can say that. You know, when they were a, a senior uh, in college. So congratulations to you, and I'm I'm thrilled that you're going to stay here in your hometown and make a difference uh, for people for years to come. Thank you. Uh, so uh, it's pretty amazing. Do you, have you enjoyed, you know, give us your little you know, elevator speech about the nursing program. Have, have you had fun doing that at Millican? I have learned so much in my three years at Millican in the nursing program. I was super nervous going into it. Like nursing is very intimidating. There's a lot of skills to know, a lot of medications to know. And yeah. then you're caring for people who are like literally sick. Like this is the worst day of their lives. And like I'm able to step in to care for them. And so... Yeah, I learned a lot. The program has really boosted my confidence. The professors are very helpful, willing to, like, stay after time and help us out. And so, yeah, I made a lot of good friends. I could keep going, keep going on. <laughs> well, you're going to find out when you get to your new employer, nurses run everything. They're the most important cog in the wheel. Uh, I, I know people, doctors, egos will tell you, but the nurses are in charge of everything, <laughs> right? Uh, and the most direct contact uh, mm-hmm. with those people that are in a dire situation because mm-hmm. nobody goes to the hospital unless they have to go to the hospital. So right. kudos to you. All right. So we got all kinds of things going on for Black History Month. Uh, one of those events just happened. We gave away tickets uh, last week, Nick, to the performance. Uh, that was uh, at Circus Zuma Zuma. Yeah, absolutely. And and I got a, a nice thank you note from the winner of, of those. They really enjoyed the show. Uh, Kirkland Fine Arts Center, one of the great venues we have in this community. It's good to see community people come and see this kind of stuff. Absolutely. I heard it was well attended. I was not able to make it, but heard, heard good things about it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what's coming up Monday, February 13th? So that will be our main Black History Month speaker. Our theme for this year is sharing authentic black voices. So we have Dr. Akello coming. He is a spoken word artist that will speak about Black History Month, but in an artistic way using spoken word. All right. And that is free to the public, right? Absolutely. So it's one of those things, you know, uh, and if it's at Kirkland, you've got plenty of room mm-hmm. uh, for people to show up. So they don't need to reserve tickets or RSVP or anything. They can just show up Absolutely. for the event. Plenty of parking there. you got to mm-hmm. cross the street at the disc and everything else. Uh, you can park and, and enjoy the event. Now it's at 7 o'clock? It is. All right. What do we expect out of this or what are you looking forward to? Just looking forward to hear about Black History Month, but from a different um, perspective, using spoken word. Okay. And this is a family-friendly event, so people can come with their spouses, their young children. We're expecting it to last about 45 minutes, and then he will do a short Q&A afterwards. That's always fun to get the interaction with people who are there to see it, right? Uh, it will be student-moderated also. Oh, so, um, Courtney's one... not going to do this one? I saw, what did I see? Yeah, uh, Reverend so... Carson's going to be. I'm not sure this is in his wheelhouse. We may have to go just to watch <laughs> and see him do this. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, so there will be a short Q&A and some interaction with the audience then. 
Well, we will have questions pre-populated. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then our student moderator, who is a theater and acting major at Milliken, so he will be, um, Kobe Thornton is his name. Okay. And he will be moderating that event. So giving him a chance to kind of spotlight what he does well. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, all right, well, uh, then coming up uh, on February 21st, you have Voices of Black and Brown Poets presented by the School of Theater and Dance and Milliken Campus Life. What is this event? It's so, also free to the public. It is. So Professor Tony Morton, his class, um, they're speech, featuring or spotlighting black and brown authors. And they're going to just do some readings. A um, very lighthearted event for students to come, community members to come also. And that's probably about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour event. I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to talk about this uh, here in a little bit uh, after our guest about public speaking. I read a very interesting thing on LinkedIn yesterday. It, you know, it is the number one fear uh, uh, across the board, not even close, by all human beings. I mean, it's above death, which makes no sense to me, but it is. <laughs> so to get up and do poetry or do spoken word, I mean, it's a pretty amazing feat. I know you sit in an audience and you watch it, but mm-hmm. it's tough. It is. So I always, you know, have just an appreciation of people willing to go and do that. Uh, all right. And then you've got a, uh, a performance by uh, the School of Music and the Millican Symphonic Wind Ensemble coming up on Sunday, February 26th which is at 2 p.m., also free to the public. Uh, and this is what I saw uh, Decatur Navid Reverend Courtney Carson, the Rev, is mm-hmm. going to narrate this. That'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, we love uh, great stuff. So, you know, this is just three events in a row. They're free and open to the public. People get a chance to see uh, the beautiful campus. If you haven't been there a while, there's so much new. You know, I, I feel like the Commons still feels, you know, new to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and other stuff. Then there's a spring lecture series we can talk about. And this is really cool. I know it's not your program, but it's coming up, Nick, as a photographer. You will really like this. Uh, March 1st at 7 p.m. Uh, in the Bob and Debbie Johnston Banquet Rooms. That's the third floor big room area uh, at the University Commons. Uh, Amanda, and I'm not sure how to pronounce her, is it Lucidon? Lucidon? She was a photographer for the Obamas, uh, and she's going to give a presentation called uh, Chasing Light. She was the official White House photographer to the Obamas and an award-winning filmmaker, and a collection of her images uh, called Chasing Light was released back in 2017. You're probably familiar with it if you, yeah. if you Google online. She's going to be on the campus of Millican University. What a great way to go listen to somebody who had an uh, insight because yeah. the photographer at the White House is on it. In everything. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a big draw because March is Women's History Month. So she's our spotlighted speaker for the month of March. All right. And then you have Civic Discourse Week, March 29th. Uh, Jonathan Mooney will be presenting uh, Learning Outside the Lines. Uh, very interesting story for that. And we'll be talking about some of these other events as we go on, you know, every week. Uh, but it seems like uh, a lot of planning. I mean, when you're, when you're involved in this, how far out are you working on it? Like, you know, trying to get speakers and dates and all that kind of thing. At least a semester. Yeah. So Naomi is my student worker, and we've been working on Black History Month since the middle of last year, maybe? Yeah. At least the fall. How engaged are the students these days? I mean, will they attend this stuff in in good numbers? I sure hope so. We are putting this on for the students so that they can feel, like you said, have a safe space, um, feel represented. And so, yeah, I encourage all the students to go. The anxiety you have is what everybody who does anything in this community has, like all this work. I hope people show up. It's it's not unusual (laughs) uh, for sure. Uh, All right. So if if there's the making promise and and they always 
you know, uh, want me to talk about this, and I think it's important because you you are local. You're local. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millican wasn't always a local destination for large groups of of people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, here locally. Yeah. And now that they've got this automatic tuition uh, reduction, you know, if you're, it's not even Macon County. It's it's kind of outside the lines, but it's all the local high schools. Mm-hmm. And then you think about when you got scholarships and grants. I think a lot of people assume they can't afford Millican University or they have a presumption that that's not for me or my family Mm -hmm. when that's just not true. Absolutely. And the the point is to make it um, feasible and make it affordable for our homegrown students right here. Right. So those that are going to local high schools and even those transferring from Richland, we want to make sure that it's affordable and, you know, a feasible plan. Absolutely. And then if you look at the placement rates, you know, you know, graduates, I mean, it's off the charts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully we get a lot of kids like Naomi that decide to stay here and make a difference in their careers. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't chase your dreams around the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just want people to realize, I just think for a long time in this community, that was sort of an island unto itself. And and people didn't see themselves there or felt like they couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. I, I believe leave a thousand percent in the education. I know what the placement rates prove that. I mean, the kids are ready for the world right. when they come out of there. I'm just hopeful there are more and more people like Naomi that see themselves in our community being at Millican. Absolutely. And that's going to take us collaborating with local schools as well to, to get those students. No, I, I, I get exhausted just looking at Lori Kern's social media. She's I like at every her. school, every kid, <laughs> every conversation. Uh, uh, and so you guys are doing a great job with the outreach. And that's kind of what this is about every Wednesday. So to get a chance just to share the story stories that are happening uh, on the campus. Once again, Monday, uh, literally, uh, Dr. Akello will be there at 7 o'clock, Kirkland Fine Arts Center, free to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Voices of Black and Brown Poets uh, will be Tuesday, February 21st at 5, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, in the University Commons lobby. And then you've got Liberation uh, by the School of Music and Millican Symphonic Wind Ensemble, Sunday, February 26th. At Kirkland Fine Arts Center, it's a 2 p.m. performance, free to the public, and uh, it will be an amazing thing. Thanks for all your hard work and planning all this. Thank you. Thank you. All Thank right. you for having us. You guys have a great day. We're going to take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, we've got a 50% chance of rain, mainly after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy, high near 46 Tonight, rain with thunderstorms and gusty winds possible after midnight, low around 41. For Thursday, rain and thunderstorms and wind again, cloudy with temperatures down around 37 by noon. And then for Friday, slight chance of rain before noon, cloudy to start, then sunny as the day goes on, high near 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 31 degrees. Your WSOI time is 821. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory-trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. 
This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-676-3900. 800-676-3900. That's 800-676-3900. Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's creepy sometimes. We're talking about Tom Brady, and I literally get an email from the Brady clothing uh, underwear ad. (laughs) That's funny. It's creepy. (laughs) Yeah. They, they're doing a lot of his, uh, I can get underwear bundles with a, uh, t- pick out five of any color and save up to 20% off at checkout. They also have, uh, they're, they're, they have this limited edition, like forever kind of stuff that was with his retirement announcement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got to capitalize. I suppose. Sure. I, I mean, you know, big a fan as I am, I'm not buying a sweatshirt to celebrate his retirement. I'm, no you know, commemorative undies? No. Uh, no. <laughs> so weird. Like, I'm all for the, uh, you know, the, the, the collectibles, but what are you going to do with those? Well, it's not collectible underwear. I mean, the forever stuff's like hoodies. Oh, okay. It's like, right. I, I just, it, it's, they had this ready to go, which yeah, oh, means... Yeah. That decision was well. They might have printed them last year. It could be. Could be. I don't think his. It's only been online about a year. This store. Yeah, the NFL has a collection right now on their uh, on their shop site for Rihanna. Her. Uh, she did a partnership. She designed some stuff for the NFL that's launching. This what weekend. changed her mind about what the NFL? Um, I don't know. A couple of years ago, she was one of those artists that said no way. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just curious. By the numbers, she's the biggest musician of this generation. I, I don't by far. I don't disagree. I'm talking about uh-huh. though. She was very vocal about not would not do right. the Super Bowl. I imagine just the she probably they came to her and she probably got the creativity, you know, to be able to do whatever she wanted to do. I bet there were probably some restrictions. And then maybe seeing Dr. Dre and all those guys. Maybe. I, I don't. It yeah. could be. I, I'm glad there's progress. I'm not knocking it. I just, yeah. I mean, she went from being very one way to mm-hmm. now doing it. Yeah. That's a good question. And and I know, I don't doubt her popularity. I mean, yeah, she's the biggest. Yeah. 
Uh, Although I, Taylor Swift's right I was going to say that would be hard. That, that's a uh, toss like, up right there. It's it's in the sense that uh, how, how what would be a good analogy? Uh, Rihanna's been doing it long enough that she has the numbers, and Taylor Swift is the probably the one that's racing past her. If that makes sense. How long have they both been around? Oh man, uh, Rihanna's probably been around since like oh five, oh four. I bet it's maybe even. Because I remember her first single. Um, that was being circulated was maybe like oh five oh six, and then Umbrella took her to a whole nother stratosphere. Just googling top selling artists of the last decade, yeah. The Beatles are still, I mean, mm-hmm. which is nuts. But yeah. Nora Jones, Eminem, Eminem, Usher, mm-hmm. uh, which they've already had. I don't know if Usher's played a Super Bowl. I know you know Eminem was. I think good. he's been a uh, not a feature, but a guest. A guest? Yeah. That's sort of in my head. I can mm-hmm. see that, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive. Yeah. If you look at the the list of most albums ever sold, she's she's the one from this era that's above the others. She's the one everybody always forgets. Uh, okay. I think it's because of her global. Um, oh, global sure. Reach. Where's she from originally? Barbados. Is that what? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also just because we keep track of this stuff so differently today. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're from my generation, it was oh platinum, yeah. you, you know, and we don't <laughs> yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Taylor Swift has said some weird stuff too. She's had all top 10 singles in the top 10. She's, oh yeah. I mean, she's, she's doing stuff that people haven't ever done either. I, I don't doubt that. And I don't know, um, you, you know, there's a probably a gazillion ways to keep track of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then you have Beyonce who's the most decorated as far as Grammys go and, it's just so many different metrics. And when you think about, like, I wonder, like, today, as you mentioned, the metrics, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it used to be, here's the number of people who have sold 40 million copies or more, which yeah. is a pretty short list. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, it's Michael Jackson. It's ACDC. It's Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. It's the Eagles. Shania Twain. Fleetwood Mac. The Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did that whole thing over Saturday Night Fever, right? Right. And those are just albums, not artists. Mm-hmm. Albums. Right. And when you get down there, I'm trying to figure out, and, and then that's not even a fair way to look at it because we don't sell albums anymore. Not in the same way. Yeah. No. I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I think she'll be great. Yeah, it's going to have some big I mean, She's got a lot of talent. I, I kind of like the multi-act stuff, you, you know, and maybe they'll have some of that. Sometimes they surprise you, but you're, generally we know by now, don't we? Mm-mm. No, no, there's rumors, but we don't quote unquote. No, I wouldn't be. She's not coming alone. I would bet. Well, there will be dancers, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That. For sure. <laughs> and they'll get $250. <laughs> we'll take a break for bottom of the hour stories and news. Back with more right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. The Macon County Environmental Management Department is accepting applications for its 2023 Community Sustainability Grant. Organizations, businesses, institutions, and local governments can apply. Proposals should be oriented toward environmental sustainability efforts like resource conservation, recycling, and reusing discarded materials. Grant awards may fund up to 70% of the project cost with a maximum grant of $5,000. Find an application at nowdecatur.com. Deadline is April 3rd. Last Friday, Richland employees and the community collected more than $750 and more than 500 items for local organizations as part of Richland Gives Back Day. The college started Richland Gives Back Day as a celebration of 50 years of changing lives in the Decatur community. Read more at nowdecatur.com. 
For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. I've never been more optimistic about our future. And now President Biden hits the road following up on his State of the Union address. President Biden travels to Madison, Wisconsin today, where the White House says he'll tout his economic plan in job creation, union jobs, and what he calls record investments coming back to America. The president travels to Tampa, Florida tomorrow as part of the administration's nationwide blitz on economic success. Fox's Jeff Manasso, former President Trump, after last night's speech. We are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. Now, there were some Republican heckling during the State of the Union address last night. A Missouri man convicted of murdering his girlfriend and her three children in 2004, Leonard Raheem Taylor, has been put to death by lethal, lethal injection. He always said he was innocent, claiming he was in California at the time. Prosecutors say he left after the murders. America's listening to Fox News. At Scott State Bank, we have a lot more than money invested in this community. We've invested our time, our interest, our heritage. This is Todd Jeffers, president and CEO and the fifth generation of the Scott Banking family. Our roots run deep in central Illinois, and we've been dedicated to this community since 1887. I invite you to check out all the benefits a locally owned community bank can offer you and your business. Being local is a key to our success, and we want to be your community bank. At Scott State Bank, we are customer-focused, community-driven, committed to you. Member FDIC and on equal housing Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got a 50% chance of rain, mainly after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy and a high near 46. Tonight, rain with thunderstorms and gusty winds possible after midnight and a low around 41. For Thursday... We've got more rain. We've got more thunderstorms and wind, likely before noon. It's going to be cloudy with temperatures falling to around 37 by noon. Then for Friday, 30% chance of rain before noon, cloudy to start, then gradually becoming mostly sunny as the day goes on in a high of 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 32 degrees. Your WSOY time is 832. to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. So if you take the top-selling artist of all time and then lay it over Super Bowl appearances, it's kind of interesting. And you got to realize that the top two never would have had an opportunity uh, meaning the Beatles and Elvis Presley, because, uh, you know, in, ni- in the 1960s, 1970s, they were doing like up with people and Carol Channing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't figure it out yet. Right. Right. So even though we've had, what is this, Super Bowl 54? Yeah. Uh, for the first four or five of those, maybe even six or seven. So m- most of this is, you know, you know, into it a little bit. So Michael Jackson. Yeah. Did he perform? They did the commercial they did for yeah. it that where his hair got caught on fire mm-hmm. for Pepsi. Yeah, was played. it the Jackson 5 or was it Michael Jackson? I feel like it was Michael. I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, no, I have no memory of that at all. I'm looking at the... I can I can find a list for you real quick. I, I, I'm looking at the list. I sw- man, I swear I 
I rem- I feel like I remember what it looked like. I don't think he was the main, the only thing. Oh. I mean, they were like six pages into this doing Chubby Checker and the Rockettes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the rap group, the No, I mean, Fat this is Boys? late 80s, though. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, so it really is even more of a recent thing than you even remember, right? Right. 1990, it was literally the Nichols State University Marching Band, the Southern University Marching Band, the USL Marching Band, Pete Fountain. I, I mean, I don't... Yeah, it was 1993. I, it was during his history album. Uh, the re, I remember he's he was wearing the bandoliers, that... That weird, like, circus. Yes, you're right. Now, now I can see it. I that was on the it. history album, yep. I, I remember, wasn't the, the Pepsi commercial in and around the Super Bowl where his hair got on yeah. fire and they were filming mm-hmm. it, like, at a football stadium or yeah, whatever? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gloria Estefan was the uh, an Olympic figure skaters. Brian Botano and Dorothy Hamill were, like, part of the, sh- the nice. year before Michael Jackson. That's awesome. That's terrible. <laughs> And then they said, well, we'll go Michael to country. So here's my my question. How many? So Michael ja- Jackson is number three on the best-selling artist list of yep. all time. He's performed. Elton John? I don't remember him performing. Was he a part of something? I, I don't remember him at all. Okay. Uh, Queen? No, because he would have uh, been Freddie gone. Mercury would have been gone He'd by the time gone. they started this. Madonna? Wait, I, wait uh, did Queen come out like in the last like two or three years, the remaining members? But not Queen as a whole, so it's irrelevant, really. Madonna, yes. Mm-hmm. Madonna's the first female on the list of best-selling artists of all time. Nice. But Rihanna's not too far behind her. And Rihanna sits right in between Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, so, And I don't recall either one of them playing. No. It wouldn't have been the right time either. Led right? Zeppelin? Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, I mean, even one of the, those weird montages? No, even the Rolling Stones, when they finally got around to it, were old guys. I mean, that just, Zeppelin broke up in the early 70s, and uh, it just, I don't. Like Page and Plant, maybe? I don't think so. I really don't. Eminem, yes. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey? She's probably a, a done a national anthem or something, right? Yeah. Taylor Swift? Man, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good memory of it. I really don't have a good memory of any of it. Which, you know, is, which is crazy. No, it's, it, I mean, it, it's, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I wondered if you lay this list over it, right? I mean, that you're, you're going to see they do a pretty good job of getting spectacular performance. Oh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, the last, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. Before that, I mean, you know, literally in 1997, it was the Blues Brothers. Right. Okay. So I found the I found the list. Let's. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Diana Ross, Patty Labelle, Patty Pendergrass. But even then, the '90s, they were putting like Tony Bennett in there. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? I mean, I love Tony Bennett, but not, not there. Like ZZ Top. Right. What's Boys that to Men, Smokey Robinson, Martha Rees, The Temptations, Queen Latifah. That was a good show. Uh, Gloria Estefan and Stevie Wonder. Then we get into the 2000s when they really start, yeah. you know, like it's Phil Collins and Christina Aguilera, Tony Braxton, right? Yep. Aerosmith and NSYNC. U2 had the big show after 9-11. Shania Twain, no doubt. Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. That was a fun show. And Justin Timberlake. 
And then Tim, Timberlake did his own too. Paul McCartney. Well, he also did the Janet Jackson. That, well, that was mm-hmm. the Janet Jackson one. Yep. Paul McCartney, the Rolling Stones. See, that was 2006. So anybody from that era, even Madonna played way past. The who played, uh. Right. But they know. played much later mm-hmm. in life. That's why bands like Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin wouldn't be on the list because they weren't still together. Prince. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Springsteen, yep. you know, all the way up. So it is, I mean, it's a pretty good show considering what they, I mean, how it's put together. You know, even with an extended halftime, it yeah. is still an amazing thing to me that they're able to put all that together and then disassemble it and put it away. And yeah, play football minutes later. Yeah. It is, it's, it's crazy. I'd like to see that. That would be the fun part of doing a sideline game of that magnitude would be all the stuff you can't see on TV. Oh yeah. That'd be really cool. See Snoop smoking behind the stage two minutes. Oh, sure. Red hot chili peppers. I don't remember them being very good. Lenny Kravitz, Missy Elliott. Uh, Bruno Mars was really good. Beyonce, Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry, but most of them had a backup. I mean, it's been a long time since there's just been a single artist without other people there. Right. Yeah, Beyonce. I mean, Coldplay did, was the headline, but Bruno Mars stole mm-hmm. the show. Beyonce did most of hers and then brought out Destiny's Child, which Lady she Gaga was part of. did her own. Gaga did her own, yep. Justin Timberlake did his own. Yep. Maroon 5. Uh, no, they brought they out had Travis uh, Scott, Travis Big Scott. Boy. That's and, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. I mean, they, you know, they, most of the shows recently have been, uh, yeah, you got a headliner oh, and then you got a. The Weeknd. He did that whole cinematic sort of thing all by himself. He had his dancers, but he was the only. No, you're right. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. But then the following year, it was literally Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 50 Cent. Cent. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we good. But they just got Rihanna listed. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, she's uh, she. I think she's what eighth or ninth all time on that list. In that list, uh, the list of best selling artists of all time. If if you go like top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's top 10. She's right in between Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. Yeah, and she has certified 342.7 million units sold, which is, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And once again, I don't know what that means today, <clears throat> the old way of keeping score. I mean, they believe the Beatles actually sold 600 million right. albums. right. But the way it was tracked and then, like in the 60s, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. versus the digital age today, all of it's kind of a guess. Yeah. It's like Fred Puglia telling how many people are at the celebration. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's not, this is only meant to say that people may not realize how truly big she is. No. And the only one even close to her age, and it's not even close, is Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you look at all the other people that have had four decades, five decades yeah. to sell records. Yep. Yeah, Taylor Swift's in the next hurdle. She'll she'll join that group. She'll yeah. be a top ten or probably by next year. Two thousand five is what they give the beginning. Of what? Uh, uh for real? Like for yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was pretty much right on. So Pink Floyd sixty seven, Led Zeppelin sixty nine, Madonna eighty three, Queen seventy three, Elton John nineteen seventy, Michael Jackson nineteen seventy one, Elvis Presley nineteen fifty six. Uh, the Beatles, 1962. So she's top 10, and the rest of these people have 20-plus years. Yeah, and Taylor Swift is given as 2006, and she's at 200, over 200 million 
253. Right. But I feel like, not that she's not talented, but I feel like she gets more credit than she deserves. And Rihanna gets less credit. Like Eminem sold more records than Taylor Swift. And I don't think on the street, most people would be able to tell you that. Probably not. I I think Taylor will, will pass almost everybody. She's been around the same length time as. I know. She's not far behind her though. She's still got to jump over Mariah Carey and Eminem and, and, and Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. That's it. Yeah. That's it. She's going to close the gap. All right. So uh, Lindsay suggested if they did Monster that maybe Eminem makes another appearance. I don't know. Yeah, he could do it. She's Jay-Z. Jay-Z with Umbrella. I mean, there's she's on. Has Jay-Z done a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I mean, I know he has a contract with the NFL. He's yeah. part of mm-hmm. this mix, which may be why Rihanna changed her mind. I mean, oh yeah, D- duh, that's the connection, right? Yeah. So that would that be a, that's an obvious one. Yeah, it could be. There will be prop bets on yeah. who's gonna. Who, I, I'll, I'll look those. And up. I like being surprised. I'm okay not knowing. Mm-hmm. I got to fill out go. my bingo card anyway, so I got to put some of those. There's nothing somewhere. better than like a concert, and all of a sudden they pull Eddie Vedder off the side of the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elton John. Yeah, that that. <laughs> Eddie Vedder, yes, Elton John. No. Eddie Vedder coming on stage is I like. I can't believe I'm here for well, this. Eddie Vedder is, is that, and I, I, I always like it when he does something that's not his thing. Oh, I need to. He play. did a version of the Waiting live with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Seen that. That's nothing like you know his musical catalog. That's right. I need to play for you, Hootie and the Blue Blowfish, uh, playing Stone Temple Pilots, uh, inter, Interstate Love Song. Mm-hmm. You would totally dig it. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, is it's just great musicians are great musicians. Right. Yeah. It's very cool. So I always love when they bring the surprise guest on stage. Me too. Me too. It's fun. As long as it doesn't feel too, I like it when it feels kind of spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not because they probably rehearsed the night before and, you know, but I like it to feel spontaneous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't try to get any spoilers. I ignore commercials and stuff. I'm, oh, God. I, it's, it's hard to ignore. I know. It is hard. And you know what's made it way harder to ignore? I mean, this is the downside. There's so much more upside than there is downside. But your Apple News feed, it's almost impossible to not yeah. at least get the headline. Yeah, usually. You can keep yourself from going deeper, but it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, and the headline tells the whole thing. Yes. Or my mom spoils more than anything. <laughs> I can avoid all of mass media. My mom will go, hey, did you see they lost 63 to 48? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would you tell me that? Because she likes doing it. I know it. she no, she just likes to know something. Yeah. That I and that I'd be interested in. Right. Well, it, it, there is a whole there's a recency bias. There's what generation you grew up in. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of things. I, I mean, the best selling doesn't mean anything either. I mean, it's an accomplishment. It doesn't mean that that you automatically like it. Right. Just because a lot of other people mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But you, you know, I think most people would be surprised to know that ACDC has sold more records than the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that that is a little surprising given that. And that Celine Dion has sold more than both of them. No, I love Celine. I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't hate her. Did you ever see her during Hurricane Katrina? Uh, on no, the news, no, no. <laughs> she, she she was trying to articulate. I remember her showing up at the Grammys like way early in my career, and she was dressed like spy versus spy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she said, she said, let them touch those things. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you know what's really impressive on the list, and, and and I'm a huge fan, but I don't think I would have guessed. You know, the Eagles didn't release 
that many records. Right. And they've sold more than the Rolling Stones yeah, and ACDC. They were one of those just sheer uh, brute force. Our music's so good. Everybody yeah, but I mean, but there it. wasn't, I mean, if you look at the catalog of Rolling Stones albums yeah. versus the Eagles, it's not even the same conversation. Yeah. And I would have guessed Garth to be a little higher on the list. Just, just a little bit more. He didn't do a lot either, though, did he? I mean, no, but he toured. He's been doing it. Yeah, like, but, he, but he toured, but I mean, you know, how many albums did he? Well, I don't, I'm not even finding him on the list. He's down in the next list with like Drake and Kanye and Billy Joel and Bieber. <laughs> Listen to this lineup. Oh, Garth Brooks. Yeah. Kanye, Billy Ed Joel, Sheeran's Bieber. Already way and Ed up there. Yeah, there you go. Wow. He hasn't, well, 2004, so he's been around longer than you think. Well, he's only been doing it, doing it right yeah. for like the last like seven, eight years. Yeah, but then people go back and buy the old stuff. I, I mean, you know, so yeah, that's right. the difference today versus, you know, Wow, that list is gets weird. Phil Collins to Streisand to Abba to Sinatra. I I read yesterday that she has an autobiography coming out. Uh It's a thousand pages long. Now, how much would a normal biography be? Like two fifty? Look, I don't care how many pages. I'm not reading it. I have zero. Is that like three three books? Is that? It's got to be. I mean, I read a lot of books. Right. That's why I'm not a lot of thousand page books. But isn't that sort of what you think of Barbara Streisand to begin with? Yeah. Nothing hits the cutting because everything's so important. All of it. Yeah. I had had Oreos on Wednesday. Is there somebody that embodies what is wrong with celebrity more than Barbara Streisand? I don't know. That's that's pretty good. And the Tom Brady esque length of Barbara Streisand. Oh, been doing it forever. Right. And a lot of different things. And, and the maybe you, you know the original diva certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. And so of course she's going to write a book about her life that's a thousand pages long. Right. It could have been three thousand. Do you know Viola Davis just got the EGOT? I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. In my Apple News headlines. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's the uh, the Emmy, the, the Grammy, Grammy, the Oscar, Oscar and, Tony. and the Tony Award. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that is a that's hitting for the cycle. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen very often. No, she's great. Yeah, I did see that. All right, let's do one last break here. Uh, when we get back, we'll get to uh, a preview of tomorrow's show. We are going to have amphitheater tickets to give away all season long. Oh, nice. So once that bigger announcement and some of the other announcements come out, we'll kind of tell you how you can sign up to do that. We're going to create our own club. Hmm, okay. It'll be good. Yeah. Can't wait to hear what that show is. Uh, you know, I forgot to ask. I was going to see if I could weasel some information out early. Hmm. Not that I would share it, but, you know, because then if the, something happens, and right. it, whether it's your fault or not, then everybody is upset about it. Yeah. Well, you promised me. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you tease without a name, you don't get as much blowback if something happens. That's right. But I do know some people they were talking to, which were fairly significant. Cool. I don't know if it's one of them or not. But I just, uh, I know they're trying. Uh, all right. Here's Nick with your forecast. Looks like a lot of wind and a lot of rain. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yay. We just covered it. Let's go to the commercial. <laughs> yeah, very much today. Wind, 50% chance of rain after 3 p.m. Mostly cloudy. We'll throw those in there. High of 46 tonight. How about this? Some rain, wind, and thunderstorms. Um, after midnight, low around 41. Thursday, rain, thunderstorms, and wind before noon. Cloudy again with temperatures down around 37 by noon. Friday, 30% chance of rain before noon. Cloudy, but then gradually mostly sunny and a high of 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is at 32 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.50. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. 
These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue Indicator, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. In 1965, my father founded Brinkotter Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brinkotter Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to Brinkotter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. All right, so let me ask you a question. Do how much public speech or speech classes? How much of that still exists in like public education today? I probably as requirement. I think probably about the same. I feel like you just take that one. You know, to meet your requirement. And then and I took some in college, but. And, what did that look like? Um, we, we. I mean, you don't have to like, they like would name give us names. Top- I just meant like. What oh, did, like- we would get topics and we would do long form. We'd do short form. We'd do, uh, the equivalent, the shortest being elevator speech, the longest being like, Hey, completely convince us on a topic, persuasive speech. Um, it would be informative speech. It would be a speech with Q and A, stuff like that. All right. And. Was that required or was that it was something? part of my minor? What in, was your college, minor? A communication. Okay. Yep. And how much of that did you have to do for your minor? Uh, I, I just I'm guessing part. like three or four classes over your would be my guess. Your four years. Yeah. Okay. Why isn't it more important? Why don't we put more emphasis on it? The I, I mean. I read a, an article on LinkedIn that was shared out. I, I just, it, it's a fantastic resource. I, I, it's a social media that I absolutely love because th- there's not the negativity and the ugliness and it's mm-hmm. professional, but it's also people sharing a lot of inspiring things and helpful things, you know, stuff sure. that's common sense. And, and I read, you, you know, this whole article making the argument that literally it may be the most important skill in the world today moving forward. 
and they outlined all of the things of the good you can do with it, the passion mm-hmm. you can, you know, the way you can change minds or inspire mm-hmm. people or interview for a job or wow. Yeah, I mean, like the, but it's not really, I mean, we were, you, you know, we get worked up about, you know, reading skills and, and math skills and far and away, this is almost becoming kind of a lost art. Mm-hmm. But I think that maybe the reasoning might be that the the dynamic of speaking in public and granted, you and I are talking, we're public speaking right now. Uh, but the general exchange is 2000 people in an auditorium, six people on stage. You take that dynamic. Those six people go to a different stage. The 2000 people are 2000 different people. Uh, yeah, but, but you're taking it like in a very literal meaning of standing on a stage, speaking to a crowd. I'm saying every conversation you have in life is public speaking. Yeah. It falls under the umbrella. It's why you as a communications major had to take that sure. course yeah. because it's it, the conversation in every stretch, mm-hmm. whether you're interviewing for a mm-hmm. job, whether you're interviewing someone yeah. to, to hire. Whether you're trying to raise money for a cause or whether you're, I, I, I listen, I, how many, how many of these charitable organizations, right, mm-hmm. are awful at telling their own message? Yeah. So communication more so than the public speaking aspect of it. Sure. But, but it, I, I think the word public, get, we get hung up on that means like a stage and a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're public speaking when you're asking somebody to give $5,000 mm-hmm. to your cause and then when you can't tell them why. Right. Yeah. Communication is a is a very important aspect Huge. of life. Maybe the biggest, way more than math. Mm-hmm. I d- I do think that there are methods and and devices and mechanisms of being able to communicate without out actually having to do it orally. I think that that's going to be on the increase too. Written word and you know digital and all of that. It, it, it's still yes, those are reinforcers and those are ways to spread messages. But it's still in your day to day life. Face to face or on the phone or, you know, even how it relays into how you communicate through social media or email, right? I mean, it's the same skill set. Yeah. Communication, influence, persuade, win over a crowd, motivate, inspire, break down barriers, lead change, form connections. All of these things mm-hmm. are part of, and I feel like there's less of that in education today. Because yeah, somebody know. decided the importance, like you cannot, cannot tell me that the majority of people in the world today use any more than basic math in their life. Yeah, probably not. Not in a a day-to-day occurrence. I mean, in in communicating, you do in almost every transaction. So, yeah, sheer volume. But explain to me how I use math in a purchase situation. You don't use it in the in the direct sense. I mean, if you have a twenty dollar bill in your pocket, you use math to assess whether you can afford those three things. Yeah, but that, that's basic item. math. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. most people's mm-hmm. attachment to math. Now, I'm not talking about the accountants and the, the bankers. I'm talking about everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they sit there in a classroom and they tell you, well, you're not going to be able to carry a calculator around all your life. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I do. Mm-hmm. And if I got to get technical with it, that's where I go. Yeah. If I got to do like serious multiplications or multiplications or divisions, right. you know, then I'm going to use the calculator on my phone. Mm-hmm. But vast majority of time in my life doesn't go beyond basic. Right. And with transactional now, as I hold my phone up and it does, I mean, it's even less. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I mean, speaking's the same way. You could have, you could go 
your whole life without actually opening your mouth ever again because you can communicate effectively through anything else. I don't think that's even close to the truth. Could be. I, I don't think it is. Right. L- listen, uh, let's just take, we were talking earlier about the fundraising, right? Mm-hmm. That's not a, that's not an email thing. Right. I mean, we could do the same thing with math too. You, you know, understanding your compound interest or, you know, what, that's not a basic math thing. First either. impressions of people come from a couple of things, not your math skills. It's your ability to communicate with other people. And with, us just spending all our time yelling at each other and everything divided right down the middle. Don't we need communication skills today more than ever? For sure. That's all I'm saying. It should be as important. Agreed. As other things. And I don't think it is. That's it for us. If you're missing the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get it at Nauticator.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. The Illinois Department of Children and Family Services is offering current and former youth in care a chance to apply for a college scholarship. The scholarships include up to five years of tuition and fees at a state community college or university, a monthly grant of about $1,500, and a medical card. Four scholarships are reserved for children of veterans. Deadline is March 31st. Learn more at the Department of Children and Family Services website. Macon County has been awarded federal funds through the Department of Homeland Security and FEMA under the Emergency Board and Shelter National Food Program. The county is slated. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.